Welcome back to Going Long on First. Let's let's take a moment here. And uh, let's just take a moment and recognize that we got the band back together tonight. For the most part, we have a two and a half man band tonight. Owen and I are here. Back in town. I'm just the flute. And then What's Jeremy that? is Jeremy's kind of here. He's trying to be here, so give him props for that. He's just a little all over the place. Right now we got carpool podcasting going on. <laughs> Better than that other bullshit karaoke show. Correct. Yep. This is the next. It's the next big one. Carpool podcasting. That's that's what that's we're cool doing. Me. Uh yes, we are here. We are days away from training camp starting. So off season is almost officially over, as most would say. Well, we still got divisions to look at, and tonight is the best one yet. We have the NFC North. Go, Pat, go. Don't be biased now. Skull. Skull. Um I don't remember the I don't know the other two chains. Uh, all I got is the Bears. Go blue. Is it go blue? Go blue. Isn't it Lions Pride some crap? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, listen, man, we're going to bite their kneecaps off, man, and we're just going to grip it and rip the fuck out of it, man. You you know what I'm saying, man? That, yeah, I think that should be their uh, their fight. The whole, the whole stadium's chanted in unison. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it'd be the best. Did you see, speaking of like uh, – not chance so much. Did you see the unveiling of the Seahawks '90s jerseys? Throwbacks, pretty clean. I did. That like was them. pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good. I'm I'm into all the retro jerseys. They're cool. Yeah, Viking Vikings are like barely a change. They released theirs a couple days ago, um, but you know they're still good. I do I do enjoy the modern throwbacks. I think my favorite so far is Tampa's. Did they? I didn't see it. Did they go back? Creamsicle? Oh, they yeah, they did go to the creamsicles. Good, they did. Clean. Indeed. Too bad they're gonna suck this year, huh? They Damn. they should bring uh, Jameis back for those. I think they should. <laughs> You're right. Why not? He he looked good in those, and he played pretty good too. There's thirty six. Owen forgot how good he played in those jerseys last week. Seth, Seth, I heard it. And, you know, as I was listening, I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I think I could have named off these guys pretty quick. But I'm not going to pick on Yohan. No, that's fair. I uh, I started hot, and then you just get into a groove and you get stuck. Um, you rattle off the ones you know, and then you're like, I know there's much better names than the next ones I'm throwing out. But I'm going to throw them out anyway. Well, well I've got another one. I got another one for you tonight. Shouldn't be as difficult, but I do got another one for you. So, all right, all right. But before we jump into it, just quick little news. Uh, they kind of sprinkle through. Uh, we've talked about this player a few times over the, the off season, over the summer. He finally got his deal right before training camp. We did talk about it. We figured they'd wait till training camp. One of them has signed. Going to be ready for it. DeAndre Hopkins goes to where receivers die. Huh. 
What a positive outlook. You know, Owen, I want to, you know, it's hard to be positive about it because what, okay, Seth, you sent it to us. Randy, Andre Johnson. Julio. Uh, Julio. That's three of the best receivers of all time. Yeah. I mean, it... I mean Randy's a top three receiver of all time. Andre Johnson is arguably top 10. Julio's arguably top 10, probably. At least uh, those guys are both top 15 for sure, right? They just and kind how... of fall into that, that block. But Hopkins is trending that way. Yeah, I mean, Hopkins has been one of the best receivers since he's came into the league in the last 10 years. So, uh, he's but going to retirement, seems like. That's what it feels like. But so, like, he did sign a two-year deal, so we'll see. The Titans the Titans feel like they're in a very similar position um, to a team that we will talk about tonight, the Minnesota Vikings. Kind of feels like they're in the pseudo-transition mode, but also still trying to win, obviously, with the signing of Hopkins. But, um, yeah, it, they're in a weird spot, same as the Vikings. You hearing that, Owen? I did. I was like, yep. well, well, we'll see how it goes, Seth. We're about to get <laughs> swooped away. It was like a siren way in the distance. I was like, yep. wait, is that Jay? What's going on? Yeah, me, guys. That, it's coming. We are uh, We are probably going to get smashed with some storms. They did a little bit north of us, and feels like it might be coming this way. But you know but anyways, what? If the pod ends tonight, boys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, hey, thank you for I'm that, Jeremy. Don't know what you said, though. I'll keep doing it in y'all's memory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is one way to go out. Doing the pod. Devotion it, right there. Go down with this ship, as they'd say. There it is. Well, thank you, Jeremy. Always goes down thank you. The ship. Always. All right. Shall we? Let's we jump shall. into it. The NFC North. Let's start, of course, with our division predictions, and then we will go into our top five A and B. And Jeremy has said we will not be disappointed. He is sure to thrill tonight. Is he? But uh, that's what he <laughs> says. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> He's going to be spitting hot takes here while we're all getting swooped away and on camera. Yep. You exactly. won't even be able to argue with me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let, let's let's jump into it. Let's get our division winners. You know, the last couple of weeks have been difficult because we obviously did the AFC East with some top teams. We did the NFC East with some top teams. We did the AFC North, which has good teams as well. We come to the NFC North, and it feels like this is anybody's ball game. We Vikings obviously won it last year fairly handily, but. We all know what the Vikings were in 2022. We don't need to relive that too much. But will they be the same again after some uh, after losing some key players? Obviously, they still have Justin Jefferson, no Dalvin Cook anymore, who's still a free agent. Uh, they're they're turning to uh, Alexander Madison. Who's gonna? Alexander I, it's gonna Madison. be a good player. Gonna be a good player, but. Yeah, 
So I'm still struggling on picking a winner. I I have one because I need to pick one, but I'm struggling to go with one. I think Jeremy's going to call me crazy because he always does, but I I think there's three bonafide teams, and the Bears aren't one of them. Aren't? So, correct. They're not. No. You're going to argue that the Bears are and the Packers aren't because that's what you do, but – I'm going to tell whoa, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that. I know. I'm jumping to conclusions, but when you say it in 10 minutes from now, I'm going to say, well, go back 10 minutes. And there you go. But regardless, Owen, you got you got yourself a winner? I have a winner. Um, winner, winner, chicken dinner? Um, yeah, yes, I do. Um, and... This is, I don't know how to, see, this is the worst uh, situation for someone with a bias to be in because you're just going to be optimistic. So I'm trying to temper that as much as possible. Um, But I I do have a winner. Oh, and I I get that. But I've heard from outside sources, not even Packer sources, um, that, you know, Packers, they, they have a chance. You're talking, yeah. This guy listens too much Dan Orlovsky, Jeremy. Um, and I knew that would, I knew I'd hear that out of Seth. And once I heard him, once I heard Orlovsky say that, what did he say? He's like, even if Jordan Love is average, this team is fighting for the playoffs, you know. And I like hearing that, although hearing it out of him makes me think, oh boy, here we go. I was, I was up, 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 and there's a little, like, little creek in the roller coaster. I'm feeling a little wobbly right now, but uh, we'll keep it going. Here's my thing: is I have a I have a clear winner, as clear as you can get, I guess. Uh, it, it is a very close division, probably. Um, and then I have a clear bottom, and the two in the middle. I fought. I fought a lot. So I wouldn't be as optimistic in the Packers potentially winning the division. I'm not saying I picked them. Not saying I am. I'll reveal it in a few minutes. Not saying you're not. I'm not saying I'm not either. Cliffhanger teaser. This is how we hold them. Uh, I'm saying that if it wasn't for such a weak division, Packers probably wouldn't have a chance. Like the NFC East, really, the last three divisions yes. I've talked about, even like that, the NFC West or the AFC West, probably wouldn't say that either because yep. of those teams. There's two divisions I think the Packers that have a legitimate chance of winning. NFC yeah. North and NFC South. NFC yeah. South. I think you could even maybe say the AFC South. Jags are looking good, but are they going to repeat that? That's a question. We'll find out in a couple weeks. We will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, this division is so so up in the air. So up in the air. Who knows? Uh, Jeremy, are you leading us, reading us loud and clear over there? I don't know how clear it's going to be, but it'll be loud. He's going <laughs> to give it a college try. He said he's going to give her hell, everybody. We're ready yes. for hell to rain. I'm looking at approximately three bars of service. Better grip it and rip it, eh? Well, while you're clear, why don't you go ahead and give us your division? Let's hear it. Seth, I'm going to surprise you. Owen just got up. It's too bad. He'll be My back. division goes like this. You want me to start from the top or the bottom? Uh, either way. 
Either way. I'll start. I'll go bottom up. I really struggled with my bottom two um, because I'm such a believer in the Fields Project in Chicago. And I am going to go Bears four with an asterisk on it, okay? Because I'm going to blow this stop sign. Y'all heard it here first. Um, <laughs> if Justin Fields takes the leap, Bears could be the number one seed in the in this division, right? They could just run away with it. But a lot needs to happen for that to happen. And I'm just not sure Eberflus is the guy to do that. So I'm going to put the Bears at four. I really wanted to put them at three, but I couldn't just because the team above them has got a much more complete roster. So the Bears are four. Like I said, there's just that one little – nugget of if Justin Fields takes the jump that I expect him to, they won't be four. Coming in at three is the Detroit Lions. Just because I don't know. I just don't feel it. I just I don't know what it is. I don't know if they got I just don't know if they got the schematic guys over there. You know what I mean? I we're gonna chew on kneecaps and you know cut heads off, whatever. Do your Viking call, whatever. It goes. Okay. But, um, Cutting heads. I up. just, yeah, you heard it. It's a week I've had Seth. Okay, but yeah. uh, I'm Jimmy's all over three, the place. Just because, literally, literally all over Minnesota right now. But um, Goff is kind of a question mark. Um, Campbell, can he progress a quarterback? Can he? Uh, Progressive team is a big question mark. We'll see. He seems to be the rah-rah guy, but can he build on it year over year? We'll see. So the Lions are – this is – of all the divisions we're going to do and have done, this is the one where it's like I feel the most uneasy about saying anything because it can yeah. be flipped on its head. It, you know I mean? Exactly. So many exactly. Knows. When I finish this top four, I'll give you my reasons why I could be completely backwards. Yep. Um, coming in at two, I have – as I cross the Mississippi River Boys, I have y'all's Green Bay Packers at number two. Um, I'll take it. I don't like who, who you have at one, but I'll take it. I go with the Packers at two because if y'all come back this year healthy and if love is just the amount of raw ability with the coaching staff and the offensive minds that you guys have in Green Bay – there's no reason you guys shouldn't win nine or more games, right? There's just no reason. Now, health is a big part of that. Bakhtiari, are you going to play every three weeks or is he going to play every week? You know, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Jair put together a full healthy season. Kenny Clark, is he still that dude in the middle of the line? Can Rashawn continue on the pace he's going? You know, what's the offensive line going to look like? Is the running backs you guys going to continue to have them be healthy? Who's going to take a step at receiver, tight end, question mark? Um, but I'm a believer in love. I think I've made that pretty clear. I, I expect Jordan Love to be a guy, whether it's the guy or not. I expect him to be a guy, um, and I expect you guys to be somewhere flirting with Ben wins. Heard it here Which first, folks. Love, he's gonna be a is dude, not dead, <laughs> not at all, not at all. But uh, coming in at number one, nice like one. I, I, said, I like that. I, as I come into Minnesota. Your Minnesota Vikings, um, 
Justin Jefferson is uncoverable, and when you do cover him, he still catches the ball for some reason. Um, Kirk is kind of, you know, good enough to, to win you games more than you lose. Madsen, I think, is going to be – Madsen's kind of like the Tony Pollard experiment. You know what I mean? Like, is he going to be the guy, or is he going to kind of be just another guy, you know? Um, drafted a receiver in the first round, got Hawkinson, hopefully that. Him and Kirk progresses even more. Darisau is one of the best tackles in the game ready. They've added pieces all the way across the offensive line. There's still a ton of talent on that defense, even though they did lose some names. Um, Hunter, Harrison, some young corners. I, I think they'll keep it together for the most part there. Um, O'Connell seems to be a hell of a coach. So I think for the most part, I think the Vikings have kind of kept it in back. So I – I'm going to go Vikings one, Packers two, Lions three, Bears four. Now, here's my quick argument for why it could be completely flipped. If uh, it's your turn, pal. If um, the Vikings are literally one straw on the camel's back from being terrible, I feel like. If Derrissaw is no good. Owen, oh, you said you're watching the quarterback right now. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you're seeing just how much Kirk Cousins gets hit. You know what I mean? Like, that guy gets hit too much. Um, Giants beyond, killed him twice in a year. Exactly. Beyond that, um, Justin Jefferson, hey, is his second fiddle actually going to be a decent receiver? Question mark. Um, does that Hawkinson relationship get better? Question mark. Um, is Darisau on the offensive line? Do they continue to progress? We'll see. Is the defense going to be a year older? If they are, they're screwed on defense. Um, is O'Connell just kind of a one-year wonder? We'll see. We've seen how much of a set like this one. We'll see. We've seen how much of a fraud they look like in the playoffs, right? Now, I truly think that was the perfect storm of a matchup for them to look bad and fall on their face because the Giants are big and ugly on both sides of the ball in the front the front line. So they're bound to do that to somebody, especially a team like the like the Vikings that aren't really known for their offensive and defensive line. Um, Packers. If the love experiment blows up in y'all's face, you guys could be a cellar dweller in the north. Like quick. Wins. Yeah, and then it, as much as the aging players on your guys' team just don't like to play football, we'll see. If Fields takes off running, that dude could take over the NFC North for the next 10 years. You know what I mean? And then the Lions, the thing about the Lions is what it comes down to with them is like, are they gonna continue to get better? We'll see. I mean, they got some dudes that just don't get the recognition they deserve, like Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, that dude's a freaking stud. You know what I mean? Jamal Williams last year. Uh, like, there's just so many – and he's not there anymore. But there's so many players on the Lions team where it's just like, yo, these guys are good players, but they just don't get recognized. Um, one other thing about the Bears is, I mean, you added TJ Edwards and um, Tremont – what's not Tremont. Help me out here, boys. The guy from the Bills. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Yep. So, I mean, you got two real good interior linebackers there. So, it's like the Bears have made a lot of good moves. So, it's Pair just with seeing it all. Jack Sanborn, by the way. Right. So, it's just seeing Let's it go, gel boy. together. Yep. Cool. But yep. there you go, right. gentlemen. That's my list. That is a solid list. Uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Ours is actually pretty close, Jeremy. We have two teams flipped, and that's it. Surprising enough. 
Owen, would you like to go next, or do you want to be the best for last? Uh, I can go. We can give her a shot ski here. All right. Going Let's in at four, it. starting at the bottom. Um, again, I said I was mostly sure about the, the division winner and the division uh, biggest loser. However, the margins are still pretty thin um, for this division. So I'm going to start it off. We're just going to go ahead and say the Chicago Bears with loads of potential, of course. It's very easy to forget that they were indeed the worst team, literally the worst team last year, because they traded out of the first pick. They were drafted yeah. ninth, and you're like, oh, no, they were actually god-awful last year. Weirdly, went on, I think they won two games in a row, right, just to start the season. And then, uh, yeah, just rattled them off one win the rest of the year. Um. There is a lot of room for improvement, of course, but it's the Bears. Talent needs to wrap it up. I think the line needs, still needs work. Uh, they made some inroads, but, you know, it's as much as we say it's all on Jordan Love, it really is all on Justin Fields, too, at the same time. So, 100% there, yes, absolutely. So, we'll see how it goes. Um I would say that linebacking crew is a good one. It's going to be one of the tops in the NFL. So that's a good run game buster. Plus they're all athletes. Chicago? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like all three of them guys for sure. Better than uh, better than what? Maybe Green Bay as a throw out there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say they they still run. I mean, every defense is pretty hybrid now, but I still think they run more of a four three, which means you got those three. You got your Mike Sam Will traditional, and those are three perfectly suited guys for those roles. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Plus, yeah, like I said, like Tremaine Edmonds is one of the biggest linebackers to ever play the freaking position, and he runs and he covers and he's a freakish athlete. So. Uh, yeah, I definitely like some of the things they did, but uh, they're let's see some wins first before we come to any conclusions. For now, safest bet they're going to be in the cellar at least for another year, even with some progress. They could probably still sit in the cellar comfortably. Moving on to three, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Now, ladies and gentlemen. Both of my co-hosts stepped away for this one, and I was actually hoping to hear it from somebody. This is Jeremy's division winner. He did admit it could go any way. But again, I'm going to repeat for Seth's pleasure, the Minnesota Vikings at number three. Oh, and I heard it, and I loved it. So, and this is not a hate the Vikings thing. Again, I'm watching this quarterback show. I'm loving Kirk Cousins. I, I am a big fan now. It kind of oh, was before. What's up? Just for just for time's sake, um, we're right on par, you and I, so far. Okay. I have the Bears, and then I have the Vikings. I imagine we're going to clean up shop here pretty well. Yeah. So I'll keep Let's leading see. it on. Yeah. And Go then ahead. you can throw your comments, throw your punches in. 
Um, but I like the Vikings. I do. They're a very likable team. I just don't quite understand a little bit of what they're doing. Now, Brian Flores into the defense, that's a huge step. And the step that the Packers really needed to take to make an A-plus offseason, if you just factor that you're losing your Hall of Fame quarterback regardless, do whatever else you can do to make up for it. That's the one thing I ha- problem I had with the Packers offseason, that Joe Barry's still there. And you have teams like the Vikings, your literal division rival, team you'll see twice a year for the rest of your coaching career there. You're now going to have to face Brian Flores. Um, now, sure, it's not a slam dunk, but it's as close as, to a slam dunk as you're going to get as a defensive coordinator. So, um, and so that's the one move. But however, then you got, you know, Zadarius making some trouble in the locker room, maybe they had to ship him out. Dalvin Cook gets cut again. We talked about you know Madison jumping into sh- into that spot. Um, understand the move, however, it is a downgrade. At least at this given moment in time, Dalvin Cook is one of the top ten running backs in the league. Absolutely, he is. You lose a Minnesota staple fan favorite in Eric Kendricks just because he's a little older. Like, is he not going to fit in the system? Like I, that guy. I just can't even recall how many times, even just in Packer games over the last five years, that that guy just blew up a screenplay. Or he was so smart, he he found the zone run, he hits Jones on the edge for no gain and a fumble. Like, that guy is a heat-seeking missile, one of the smartest, just instinctual players, from at least from games that you know we watch consistently, because we see him see a, a hell of a lot. That dude's just a walking, like, you know, one, two for four, you know, if we're going back to baseball. Like, he's just, he's, he's so solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, get I just that. didn't quite understand. That was one of the worst ones. Were you going to say I, something? That, this, that's kind of why I made the comparison to the Titans earlier. They just feel Vikings are in a weird spot. I think they made that move purely cat based. It's a, like I said, on, I, I think they're in a weird transition where they're trying to prepare for the future, but also win now. Yeah. Kendricks, I think, was purely a cap move. And you're right, slightly older. Not certainly not, you know, I don't know if he's even 30 yet, probably around there. Um, I, I truly think it was mainly a cap move, trying to because their cap situation was bad last year. And they're trying to fix it. But I, I guess I get it, but you'd have to think you were a 13-win team last year. Hey, you know what? Maybe they also believe. They were they frauds. Were, maybe they believe that. Maybe like, now, hey, we hit the flash in the pan last year. It's not going to happen again. I just, maybe the loyalty factor isn't there because the GM literally just came in. I forget his name. Um but he was just, you know, he was just hired like a in January. Um, so maybe that, like, no, you're Eric Kendricks. Everyone loves you. We're keeping you. Like, like this is a good, good thing for the team. Um, plus, you're, you're just a really good ball player. So, yeah, that one kind of, that one really led me down this path of despair for the Vikings. So I, I could, and I could go on and on. Pat Pete, you know, Harrison Smith still there, even though he's declining a little bit. He's probably still up you know, upper echelon of safeties, but um, there's just a lot of moves that didn't quite make sense. Even though I do think O'Connell's a good coach, I 
do think Justin Jefferson's Jefferson is one of the top two receivers in the league. Is he two? Justin Jefferson? Maybe. So I think he's <laughs> a little higher than that. And and I do like um and I do like Kirk Cousins. He's steady as hell. We we can make our jokes all we want. He's an absolute rock at the quarterback position. Something they just don't have to worry about there. He's he's always going to get you where you need to go. Um, situation is he though? Always? Is he situ- always going to get you situationally? Of course, that doesn't mean Super Bowls. Um, however, but he's they're always going to be in contention. Um, so that being said. Give me the Vikings at three. Here's where I said I struggled with the middle two. Because again, Packers, it couldn't, it could go bad. It very well could go bad. <clears throat> again, recapping for Jeremy, you go Bears, Vikings at three. I got Packers coming in at two. I love love. Love always wins. With that being said, I think they have a chance. So you got some, you got multiple former all pros on this team, a roster still really loaded. Plus they're young as hell. Now I say really loaded, but again, that's a little bit of optimistic thinking. However, it could show itself and young as hell. You got a bunch of sophomores out there to really continue on their rookie campaigns. And a young, a bunch of young, hungry rookies that you're just gonna find out who the hell they are immediately. So yes, it's not gonna be. I don't expect us to be the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? But what do you mean? Name dropped them for you. What do you mean? <laughs> That's a good meme. Uh, Seth, so- what does he mean, Seth? So I don't expect, you know, a quarterback coming into a starting position with less than a season of of games under his belt to lead a formerly great team back into the Super Bowl. However, there is a lot of optimism. Watson and Dobbs going to catch the hell out of the football. And there's got to be one guy that's going to be the focal point out of one of those four or five rookie pass catchers they have. Someone's going to hit. Um, and be that third target. Plus, it's like, do one thing for me, Matt LaFleur. Never run Aaron Jones for less than four, four carries a half ever, 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 ever again. Please. Thank you. Dude's a oh, stud. Please don't. Jesus Christ. I just want to make one comment on that, and I feel like it's something that we all kind of said many times during the season. Good guy. Aaron Jones has got to touch the ball. 15 plus times a game. Like, I don't care how you're getting it to him. He's got to touch it 15. He's got to touch the ball more than anybody else other than the center and the quarterback. Please. Yes. Um, Cause that just means success in my mind. He's Thank one of the you. best players at one of the most forgotten. Now maybe, maybe his lack of utilization is why he's been so good for as long. Cause running backs are not uh, lasting long anymore. What a what a week for running backs. Poor running backs are getting. They're going to have to unionize against these yeah. owners. But so McCarthy was allergic to him. Lafleur at times has been allergic to him. And but he, all he's done is showed up the next week and scored three touchdowns. So you know what? You know, I just one other thing because you got me kind of on my my wheelhouse here. 
He reminds me a lot, Seth, you'll like this, of Jamal Charles. Like, very similar stature, similar similar style, similar attributes. Shifty as hell. He's very smooth, though. And Charles is very smooth. But then as soon as they get to the open field or the sideline, they're gone because they're fast enough, you know? Home run hitters. Now, the thing about it to where you said McCarthy forgot about him, LaFleur forgets about him. The thing about that is, for some odd reason, coaches just seem to like the big bruisers of backs. And I don't – like, I get it, but I don't get it. It's like when you got work done and Mike Allstott in the backfield, work done got to get his too, you know? I get it. Allstott's fun to watch. He, you know, the thing about a big back is it wears out a defense for that mm-hmm. small back to just pop one. It's kind of like smash and dash when you had Lendell and Chris Johnson. But it's like when you've got probably a top five running back in the game at your disposal, use him. <laughs> you know, you got to use the guy. At, He's a le- at the very least, even it out. Because there are multiple games last year where Aaron Jones was completely healthy. Well, maybe not completely. No football player is ever completely healthy in the middle Especially of the season. running backs. A.J. Dillon shouldn't out-touch Aaron Jones. I love A.J. Dillon. Great player. Great piece of the system. Never should out-touch Aaron Jones. Now, give me back to my main point. Packers got the players. That's all I'm saying. And they have the room for growth. I believe in Bakhtiari. He ended that last you know eight weeks of the season as good as you can be, and he was in that time span. He was second only to Lane Johnson in you know, PFF's uh, pass-blocking grade for tackles now of course he's old zach tom's ready though we got linemen we're gonna figure it out training camps here love love packers go second and they could actually go first however give me my number one the detroit lions there's a chance they might have already kind of they've they grew so fast last year they might they might just be hitting their capacity as to where they are with talent, you know, Goff was good. He might just never get better than that. However, they are the betting favorite. Uh, they're, they're over under is nine and a half wins right now. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to give them 10 wins. Love eating kneecaps. That team has the growth has been so consistent. And that's what I didn't. That's what we haven't seen out of the Bears yet. They had to tear it down so they can build it back up. They just haven't been building, you know, they just haven't been seeing the progress yet. The Lions have. They did that a year year before, but the last two years have just been steps up. So um, they did some weird things with the running back position. You know, Montgomery is average as hell, so good for them. But Jameer Gibbs might pop off. <laughs> we'll see. They got a hell of a de- offensive line. They have a hell of a defensive line. And they have uh, under or overachieving players all across the board. That is my number one. Talked way too much about the Packers Vikings. Talked less about the Lions, but only because I think everyone sees it how it's possible out of the Lions, where the rest of them really have more question marks. And that's so that's as simple as it is for me. Giving the Lions one, Packers two, Vikings three, Bears four. That is the exact same as mine. Oh, and let me tell you why you're right. Oh. Uh, Bears, uh, like you said it, you, you just said it. You know, they, they are trying to tear things down, and they've they've done that, but they just haven't gotten – they haven't rebuilt. They're not there yet. Like you said, the Lions are there. That's why I also picked them to be the division winner. I think this is going to be very close. 
I truly do believe the Vikings, Packers, and Lions all have a legitimate chance to win this division. If if everything goes right for the Packers, if Jordan Love plays well, if the defense finally plays up to what it's supposed to be with 8, 9, 10 first round on the defense, then yes. If Jordan Love can just, just be – he doesn't even have to be the guy. Kind of like Jeremy said, he doesn't have to be the guy. He just has to be a guy. In the system, let Matt LaFleur run his offense. Storms are coming on. I'm ready for it. Um yeah, so so that's my thing with the Packers. Um Bears, that it's just not there yet. They were they were the worst team in football last year. I'm surely not gonna pick them higher than fourth as of yet. Vikings. They're all over the place. They could be a division winner. They could be one of the worst teams in the division, too. It's so it's almost more difficult reading the Vikings than it is the Packers. I agree. Of course, I follow the Packers a little bit more. So I have, you know, I, I little know a little bit more about them. But it's the Kirk Cousins or, effect. It's, I guess it's maybe, been... maybe it's the factor that we already accept that we have really no idea, idea how the Packers are going to be, where it's almost more befuddling that the Vikings. Yeah a 13-win team last year, and no real reason to tear it down, have become, have just manufactured so many question marks. Um, and yes. maybe maybe they actually haven't, but in appearance, that's the way it is. So it's just oh, more they confusing. definitely have. I, I mean, I think they, I don't think anybody would come in and say the Vikings are a better team this year than they were last year with some of the pieces that they've gotten rid of. Right. I mean, obviously, you know, they still have a lot of those key pieces, Justin Jefferson, Christian Dersall, we brought up. They're still almost more likely to get rid of Daniil Hunter. That's a move that hasn't even been made yet. And yeah, and that's been talked will. about a lot this offseason. So. Uh, and, you know, Kirk Cousins potentially his last year in Minnesota as well, which then it feels like that's a full retool. Rebuild is kind of a – it's one of those words these days. Oh, yeah. Polarizing. I, I can't really say yeah. rebuild anymore, especially in Green Bay. We don't rebuild in Green Bay. Come on. <laughs> Reload. Ridiculous. That's what I have to say about that. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, so Vikings 3, Packers 2. I think the Lions are the most proven team. They were one of the hottest teams in football to end the season last year. I think they did get better. I mean, is Jared Goff tapped out now? That's a great question. Beautiful, beautiful. Except uh, Jameis would look better than Baker, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, I, Lions got better. They got rid of Swift, but with with Montgomery and Gibbs, it's kind of Swift like is I, off to greener pastures. Yeah, absolutely, literally, literally, literally yes. greener. Yeah. Um, Amon Ra is the up and coming player. Their offensive line is one of the best in the league. The defense is <laughs> is kind of slowly shaping up. Uh, they were bad last year. Otherwise, they would have been an even better team. So you, we have to think that they're going to take a step forward this year. Lions are the most proven team in this division. You have to take them. Like you said, yeah, probably that 10-11 spot. Are we all just picking one playoff team from the NFC North? Two. Just our division winners? Uh, wait, we have two. Uh, so we've is this the last of the NFC? No, we mm-hmm. got the NFC West still. So. And the South. 
We got a couple yeah. divisions here. We got we got to oh, hammer these out, boys. There's only going to be one from the south. I pick two from the east. I'd probably go two from the other three, myself, just as a good bet. Hmm. Even if like you know, even if team three of the west and team two of the north are pretty similar talent level at the end, team two of the north is probably going to have a better chance because of that divisional strife you know because they already the third in the division you know what i'm saying so it's just you you play the odds i'm still kind of going well there i am throwing the packers in the playoffs just accidentally quote unquote sure i would do that but i that's that's where i would play it i don't think any other division you have the two top real top teams in the niners and the eagles however the other divisions the the rest of the teams outside of that take out the bad ones too. There's a lot of even uh teams coming in. There's gonna be a lot of ten and seven or ten and seven, nine and eight teams vying for those wild cards. That's my opinion. So yeah, there's I, seven teams that get sent, right? Seven. Correct. Say one from the south, two from the east, two from the north, two from the west, right? Makes sense to me. Yep. Okay. I'll take that. I you know what? I'll take as a Packers fan and a part owner, minority owner in the Packers, I'll take that. You'll take you'll take uh you'll take wild card weekend going to San Francisco and getting smash mouthed. But uh yeah, I'll play Smash Melt with the I would, Niners. Absolutely. I would absolutely take that myself too. I would take a wild card loss to the Niners, even if it was embarrassing this year. I would take that. Um so that's, I don't think the Niners are gonna mollywop teams like they did last year, in my opinion. I, but that's just I me. think they might. They got Sam Darnold, the best thrower that San Francisco's ever hey. seen. So shut your mouth. So and some beat writer said that. I couldn't believe that he said that out of his mouth. It was awesome. So because Seth speaking and I of the agreed. Niners, speaking oh, of the Niners yeah. and Packers, sorry, uh, small tangent. You're talking about the quarterback or quarterbacks, whatever on Netflix. Have you listened to the Play Callers podcast? Oh God, did I! And wow, was that awesome! That was I'm not awesome. done with it yet. I've I've listened to the first two episodes. I got to finish it, but yeah, very good, very good. Just just and it was an amazing quote from Lafleur. I wish I had the word for word, but he basically went down to like, um. You know, I why wouldn't I steal from other coaches? Like, why wouldn't like I, I? You're sitting here talking to me now. I have literally have big screen, three big screens, watching the Dolphins, Chiefs, and 49ers. and like all, all these great minds out in the NFL. Why wouldn't I take things from them? Take thoughts from them? Take designs? Make them? You know, turn them into our players? And it was just awesome. I highly recommend the Athletic, right? The Athletic podcast. Yep. It's a good one. It's a Five good episodes, one. amazing. Shanahan, McVeigh, Lafleur, McDaniel. I was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, all right, Owen. Do you want to unveil the official pod rankings? There's no surprise here, since Seth and I agreed, team by team by team by team, that is the official podcast rankings. The Lions. Okay. Uh, however, if you want to break it down, there really is the top three are in one tier, and then you got the the Bears <laughs> separate. Poor Bears. So, Lion, Lions take the division by a point. Packers second by a point. Vikings third by a point. Bears are down pretty far away, and that's yep. the—they're just the biggest 
anomaly, really. So they're the biggest loser. Hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. All right. Beautiful. So that is our official prediction for the NFC North this year. Now we get to the good stuff, the meat of the pod every week. We have our top That was five. just the taters? Correct. Bingo. Our top five A and B we're jumping into. Now, we kind of talked a, a little bit pre-pod and how this one was equally tough, but in an opposite way. Uh, I think you got one or two players. I, I had three that were locks for me. And then I had three or yeah, three that I struggled with. Uh, I had 13 players on my list total just because there's just not as much talent. And three of these players, I mean, I mean, you can make an argument for it, but anyways, yeah. Do we have our list? I'll go first. Kind of. All right. <laughs> Let's hear it, Jeremy. I'm going to give you my full 12. Um, I'll do my top five. And then similar to one of the pods we did, well, I wasn't actually on, but similar to one of my pods, my pod list recently, I think my second list is more interesting, but we'll see. So bottom up, my first This is your honorable mention? What are you doing first? Nope. I'm doing my top five A and B first. Okay. All right. All and right. then I'll do my bottom five A and B second. But Okay, I had literally the first four names on my second list. All could have went in this spot, but I am doing something very similar to what I did with the AFC East, and I am going projections. Um, this is the quarterback of the team that I put in fourth, and I have to put him here. Projection, okay? I have to do it because if I don't it. put him – if I don't put him here, Owen, and then he ends up being the dude, I'm a dumbass because I'm a Justin Fields guy, okay? He is my six on my top five A and B, okay? Wow. I wow. can't wait to hear how many times I hear Seth say wow on my list. Wow. Because this is a good list, but the bottom list is more. This is more not cool. even your honorable mention. This is your actual nope. list. This is the actual list, Seth. Wow. Owen, oh, I think you will appreciate this whole list, okay? Fields is my sixth. Just projection-based. I see a lot of – I think I said it quite a few times during the season. He's showing signs of the progression that Jalen showed for the Eagles that first full year starting, and I like what I see. Um, the difference is Eberflus is not the offensive or the coach in general that Nick Sirianni is. Nick Sirianni deserves his flowers. He never gets them. But he is definitely one of the better coaches in the NFL today. Argue me on that one all you want. You're wrong. But Fields is six. Coming in at five. Possibly one of the better offensive linemen in the game right now, especially for the young ones. I have one of two Vikings to make my top five A and B. Christian Derisau. You're okay. high on him. I am. I am very, you know, I like my line play. I really do. 
Um, I have two tackles in my top five A and B. I have two offensive linemen that are both tackles. But Christian Darisau, I mean, he seems to get better as time goes on. Seth, you just wait. You just wait. <laughs> um, I With a lot of these guys, it's projections. Because like you guys just said, this division is not talent rich. And a lot of the talent in the division is guys 30 plus. Um, a lot of the young guys, you're throwing out a projection. I mean, literally – the two best quarterbacks in this division by the end of the year could be one and two year starters. You know what I mean? It could be love and fields. They could be the best two quarterbacks in this division by the year's end. And they're both projections right now. Right. But anyways, Derisaw comes in at five for me. I am very high on him. He's part of that rebuilt offensive line for the Vikings and it's trending in the right direction. Coming in at four for me is the only green Bay Packer to make the list. Are you both ready for me to surprise you? If you do not say Jair Alexander, I'm canceling the rest of your list. It's not valid. You guys both know who my favorite Packers are. Who do you think my my number four player is about to be? Oh, and take a stab. So you said there's two tackles on your Two list? tackles, one Packer. Who who would that other tackle be? Penny Sewell is a guard, right? Or is he a tackle? That's the only other tackle I could think. So it's David Bakhtiari. Lions just traded to the Jets and got Denzel Mims back. Breaking news. Nice. All right, Owen, you thought too much on it. Um, Jair Alexander, Alexander is my four. Okay. He comes in at four rather than two, just simply because of an up and down year. Um he could be actually, you want to know something? He'd probably be three. Um, yeah, he probably would have fell in at three and I would have made some switcheroos at the top. Jair, at the peak of his powers, is absolutely a top five corner, probably a top three corner. The limitation with Jair is simply size. And I mean, Seth, you can get as mad as you want. When you're rolling out against some of the better talents on the edge in the NFL it's guys and I'm gonna name off some dated names now Julio Jones who's six foot three 230 pounds can run like a deer Chris or uh, Kelvin Johnson who is literally a fucking robot on the edge of the team um then you start thinking of the, just the best pass catchers Rob Gronkowski is built like an offensive tackle Travis Kelsey I mean he's not really a speed demon but he's just huge right you want to be able to cover the number one receiving threat on the other side of the field with your number one DB. That's when you start going, you know, Ramsey, Sauce Gardner, big corners, big, big string line, you know, big guys that can just cover guys. Derwin James, uh, Adams, if he could actually cover anything at all. If he could cover your cold feet bet, but he can't cover anybody, he's just a blitzing safety. But my point is the only limitation for you got to take a shot at the guy on every pod. Every episode. <laughs> The only limitation with Jair is simply just his size. But he is one of the best corners in the game. Um, he's sticky in coverage. He's very athletic. He's got the ball skills. It's just last year he was wait, a wait, liability. Is he your, I'm confused. Is he 5A for you? I'm trying to I'm trying to he decipher what's happening four, right? right now. As the list, list falls, he's four. I've named off Justin Fields, Christian Darasau, and now I'm on Alexander. Oh, he's your one packer? My one packer. All right, I'm okay with that. 
Are you guys ready for my run of Lions real quick? The, you have the Lions as your third-place team, but they're going to have the most players on your list? Tied for, for most players. Yeah. Coming in at three, I have possibly – I think he's getting too of, much sun, Owen. Man, you should see my tan lines. They're fucking gross. <laughs> I have a tan line right here from when my sleeve was rolled up the other day. Look at that. How stupid that looks. My boys, what am I going to do? But it is what it is. Coming in at the three spot, <clears throat> I have one of the most underrated players in the NFL, in my opinion. He gets some love on, like, metric things, players that don't drop passes. Coming in at number three is Amon Ron St. Brown, okay? This is not only what he's already done, but projections as well. I think this dude is going to be a top five receiver for the rest of his career. Like he's a freaking stud in my opinion. And now, like I said, he's already doing it, right? Top five. Every, for the rest of his career. I'm not saying he is right now because think of top five receivers. Who's yep. young? Who's young in that list? Jeff- Other than Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay. Jamar, yeah, Jamar Chase. So – AJ Brown is AJ Brown is relatively young still. Time out. AJ doesn't ever get the recognition that he deserves, in my opinion. I, I think he's I'm starting not to. As high. He in Philly, he is for sure. But that's the thing. We could name off twenty-five receivers right now and say they're top five. That's, I mean, I could give that's you that. Why I was surprised. I could give you that Smitty's top five, in my opinion. I could give you that T Higgins is top five. I could give you. 10 different guys from Florida, another 10 different guys from California, five from fucking Texas if I wanted to. But to my point, I'm out in Ross St. Brown. When you get to the nitty gritty of this guy just doesn't drop passes, right? This guy just like does it all. And he's not like a physical freak. I think he could be a top five. He's, he's what I like in a receiver. If I'm being completely honest, he's like, just really, here's a, here's a quick name game. Okay. Is he better than Justin Jefferson? No, absolutely not. Of course. Is he better than Jamar Chase? Best receiver in the game. I'm not as high on Chase as you guys. <clears throat> is Amon Ross St. Brown better? Even. Is he better than Debo? Is he better I'm than Debo? Is- One of those guys plays with a top top three quarterback to top five. One of those guys also has a top ten counterpart to him. Right? If you flip them... What's what's St. Brown hey, doing? In this is this is your that's game. my argument. This is your game. Yep. I'm just. Giving I you... say he's even with Chase. Even. Is he is he better than Debo Samuel? Yes. Is he better than Jalen Waddle? As a receiver, as a receiver, he is. He's better than Waddle. He's right. not better than Tyreek. Him and AJ Brown. I'd take AJ just because he's more of a physical specimen. So there's three guys over him. Him and Smitty are even. Cooper Cup. So there's three better. Cooper Cup, I'm taking over him just because Cooper Cup is the best technician in the game. Diggs. He's better than Diggs. Him oh. and Diggs are even. They're, him and time out. Him and Diggs are even. All right. Well, we see where you're Devontae's going. Devontae's better than him. So, Devontae's better than him. Okay, last last one. Last one. Just for fun. Is he better than the C D Lamb? They're even. They're even. <laughs> <laughs> that was high praise. Okay. All right. Boys, all right go ahead. Boys. He caught 106 passes last year. Very good. Just shy of 200 yards and six touchdowns in the Lions offense with fucking Jared Goff. 
Y'all going to act like that's not impressive? The year that's before that, he was just shy of 1,000 yards, 90 catches, and he hasn't dropped a pass since he touched the NFL. Seth is ignoring me. All right. <laughs> it's This is ridic- it's ridiculous. <laughs> Amon Ra, St. Brown, so, is a good receiver. He's not He's not at that level yet. He's just not. Is why he, is – He's a – let me tell you why. Amon Ra, St. Brown, as of right now, is a one-trick pony. He is a slot guy who is very good after the catch and good at getting open. But that's it. He he plays in the slot only. He doesn't play outside. He doesn't what does do Cooper anything. Cup do? Well, yes, but Cooper Cup has also been doing it for years. And two years ago, he had one of the best statistical seasons in NFL history. Amon in Ross one of Brown the best has not done that in NFL yet. history with Matt Stafford. Who is one of the yeah. best, the most gifted NFL quarterbacks ever? I don't know first about that, the, but okay. First, gifted, gifted. He's one of the most gifted arms probably ever, right? Now, as far as just being a best quarterback, no. But Seth, you just made you just made my point. No. Okay. C- continue with your, your list. I don't want to be here. Number all night. Continue two with your list. Number two. I can't be here all night. I gotta go to bed. Number two is the guy that Owen thought was a guard. Penny Sewell. Say the last name for me real quick. Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell is a tackle. Right. This is also projection. I think he switched to left. Did he switch left this year? I thought he did uh, because Vitae was hurt. So I thought he switched to left. I could be wrong. Regardless, I'm sticking with him here. He's just a physical nightmare. He's kind of like uh, – he's like Aaron Donald at tackle. Like he's just – he's got all the phys- physical attributes you want. He's he's not going to be, be the head case that like a Donald is at uh, defense. But the dude is just – he's going to be able to give it to you in every aspect. He's figuring out pass blocking. He's already a road grader on offense for running the ball. I You know, I've seen it in the first game of the season when they're playing the Eagles. Those guys just – they didn't really maul the Eagles' defensive line, but we were one of the best defensive lines of all time. I mean, the numbers went to play for it. But the dude is a road grader. And it's like – like I said, my top five A and B is more projections than anything just because this division is so goofy with the talent. Um, but, no, I think he's going to be – him and Darisau, I think, are going to be guys for a long time. I really do. And then number one – if you guys don't put him at one, he's literally the best player at his position in the NFL. I don't know. Justin Jefferson. Maybe I shouldn't just to spite you because of your list. You're a hater, stuff. I'm going off projection base. It's my like I said, my I'll give you I'm gonna give you my honorable mentions. I'll give them to you real fast. We'll go uh, top down. So the four names at the top are the guys that I said all could have been for fields. It goes Kirk Cousins, Aaron Jones, Frank, Frank Regnow, Kenny Clark. All could have been at the bottom spot. Then I go DJ Moore, Aiden Hutchinson, Jordan Love. That's my honorable mention. Jordan Love falls in the bottom, kind of like Fields as a projection. Do it one more. Say it one more time. I'll do. I'll do one to twelve. Ready? One, one Justin 12. Jefferson. Two, a Penny. Three, Saint Brown. Four, Jair. Five, Christian Derisau. Six, Fields. Seven, Kirk Coupons. Eight, Aaron Jones. Nine, Frank Ragnow. Ten, Kenny Clark. Eleven, DJ Moore. I guess it's 13. 
Uh, 12, Aiden Hutchinson, and Jordan Love is my 13. Okay. <laughs> the second list, Kirk, Aaron Jones, Ragnow, Kenny Clark, and DJ more kind of because he's already been in the league doing it. Those guys are all like veterans that are established. But none of them are like, wow, you players. Aaron Jones would be up there. Kenny Clark, too. Frank Ragnow plays center. I mean, I hate to say it. Kenny Clark. And then Aaron Jones is a running back, and nobody respects running back, obviously. You don't either because you didn't put one on your list. There you go. Seth, I couldn't. He, he couldn't put David Montgomery on the list because he's not that good. He's David Montgomery is the best player in the NFL ever. Jesus Christ. All right, Seth, you want me to go clean this up, get it right, get the shit yeah, back on track? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't take an hour like Jeremy did. <laughs> well done. Well said, well said, well said. I'll, I'll, I'll run it through real quick because, um, you know, there's a lot in the middle. Um, you know, you have your one on top that we probably all have on top, and then there's a lot of room – to rearrange. So here goes my NFC North Madden ratings. Number six, I have the man, Aaron Jones. I think I explained my reasoning within the Packers, my Packers reasoning. Get him the ball. He's underutilized. Please, God, give him the ball. Thank you. Uh, moving on, number five. We are going, see if I have this right. Yep, Penny Sewell, right tackle. Um, Jeremy enlightened me. He is a right tackle. I had that wrong. Vitae actually didn't even play right tackle for the Lions ever when he moved there. He went straight to right guard because Penny Sewell was right tackle. Makes all of the sense in the world now. Uh, and that Lions offensive line is an absolute fucking superpower. Uh the right guard spot's the only one in question, and Vitae is probably going to be take, taking it. He's your worst offensive starting lineman. Vitae. Highly poly. Vali? Vati Vitae. I got it. Almost. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. I think Sewell leads the group right now. Also in contention, but give me Penny Sewell. Number four. Ready for this, Seth? Uh, I I don't know. Am I? I'm afraid after Jeremy's list this year. Hercules, it's coming into town in Green Bay. He's playing on one side, and then you have Bane himself playing on the other side. The upcoming of Lucas Van Ness. Just raises the level of Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary is number four. He's coming back with a vengeance, Seth. He's going to be a monster this year. No doubt in my mind, Rashawn Gary is going to be a top rusher in the league. And the Packers need it. Um, outside of Jordan Love, Rashawn Gary might be the most important player on the team, Seth. What do you think of that? I agree, and I really toyed with – just go. I I agree. Yeah, he, he agrees. Definitely for the, diff, for the defense, 100%. He's probably the most play, most important player other than Jair on the defense. 
Love me some Jair, of course. Love him. He's great. However, Rashawn Gary strikes fear into the hearts of men, Seth. Give me Rashawn Gary. Number three. Same position. Similar type of deal going on. Surprised he wasn't mentioned. Aiden Hutchinson. Third best player in the NFC North. That dude is going to be a defensive player of the year within the next three years. It's going to happen. He's basically just a taller, skinnier J.J. Watt. Skinnier, but he's still a fucking monster. So it's Aiden Hutchinson. He had some flashes at the beginning of the year, came in the second half of the year, and, I mean, it was he was all over the goddamn place. Give me Aiden Hutchinson. Shouldn't be too much of a question. I knew I had to get him in my top three. He is at three. Number two. Needs no real reasoning behind it, Seth. It's Jair. Jair, number two. Sure, he's a little bit smaller. He'll cover anybody, though. He is literally only limited by the scheme. Had they been, have they covered Justin Jefferson man on man game one last year? and just can seen the success and continued it throughout the year, Jair would be talked about as all-pro uh, first team. He missed games last year and still got second-team all-pro. Dude's good. Right? Right? I'm not I'm not unreasonable with saying that, am I? You're not, but I think you proved my point. No, never mind. No, you didn't. I, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Number one, it's obviously, semantics. is Jordan Love. We love love. Thank you. Best player Thank in the division. You. Thank you. Jordan Love is number one. You want to base it off projections. Jordan Love is going to win MVP. MVP. He's going to win the award for being the best quarterback football player of all time this year. Mark my words. And also Justin Jefferson's pretty good too. So uh maybe I'll give it to him too. They both get it. They're both okay. the best player. One A, one B. That's fair. I feel fair. Bingo. Yep. Okay. So recap that list quick. Yeah. One, one A. Clarity Jordan confusion. Love. One A. Jordan Love. Uh, one B. Empty space. One C. Justin Jefferson. Two. Uh, Jair Alexander. Number three. Aiden Hutchinson. Four. Rashawn Gary. Five. Penny Sewell. Six. Aaron Jones. Honorable mention. Uh, I almost wanted to say Keyshawn Nixon just for fun. Uh, it's also very easy to forget DJ Moore is in the NFC North now. Um, I would probably give it to Amon Rossine Brown. I do. I, I'm a big fan. I like him a lot. I mean, top five for the next rest of his career. Okay. But <laughs> very good. Very good player. All right. Owen, I don't hate the list. Thank uh, you. This really doesn't surprise me uh, just because of the way this division is set up and the lack of star quality players. All three of our lists are going to be fairly different. Hmm. So it'll yeah, be, it'll, be it'll make a very interesting going long on first top five. All right, without further ado, let's start this off. Do it. 5B. Neither of you said this player, and I get it. 
They're also very undervalued, very underpaid as well. They don't get the recognition they deserve. Give me one of the best centers in football, Frank Ragnall. Hey, there it is. He got paid like it a couple years ago, two years ago. I would say he's probably top. Creed Humphrey has kind of emerged in that game too, but I would say like Corey Lindsley, Creed Humphrey, uh, Kelsey, of course, and then Frank Ragnall was also up there. One of the best centers in the game. One of the biggest reasons why the Lions have one of the best offenses too. Center's kind of like the captain of the line. He's the captain of the ship. Also, I also truly believe why um, Jared Goff is the way has performed better too is because he has that consistent line, but also Frank Ragnow at center. 5A, I'm going back to back. I was really teetering with this guy. He was honorable mention. He was on. He was off. I ultimately put him on. Give me Penny Sewell as well. I think he's made everybody's list. Uh, he, he would be regarded as one of the best offensive linemen, up-and-coming offensive linemen in the game if he played left tackle. They have Taylor Decker, who's a very good left tackle in football as well, which is the reason why he doesn't. He is quickly becoming one of the best right tackles in football. Yeah, he's he's just a beast over there. He's kind of like a man among boys. Kind of it, it's it's impressive what he does. Um, so he's five A for me. Four, also not on either of your lists. And I I get why. Talk about projections. He was a comeback player of the year candidate last year. A couple of years ago, he was dominant player. He was uh, up for defensive player of the year as well. Had an injury two years ago, came back last year, put up double digit sacks a couple of years ago. He's one of the best pass rushing linemen in the league, terrorized Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and the rest of the NFL. I'm talking Daniil Hunter. Got to give him the respect. I think last year he was healthy. Like I said, he had double digit sacks again. He he's one of the few mainstays on the Vikings currently. We brought his name up earlier as a trade candidate. He has been for a little bit. I mean, if he continues this this, he's not super old. He's twenty eight only. He turned twenty eight this year, so he's got some prime years left in him. He's he's not an elite level pass rusher. He was a few years ago. I'd say could he get back there? Maybe, but he is when he's at the top of his game. He's very much unblockable. To the likes of those other guys. Owen, well, okay. No, I'll I'll finish. Uh, Number three, Aaron Jones. Ooh. Aaron Jones. Spicy. He he even brought it up uh, on Twitter because, you know, uh, the executives, they've they've been throwing out all those rankings, and he was like 11th or something, not even in the top 10 running backs, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. It's ridiculous. This guy, like you said, if A.J. Dillon wasn't there, if if the Packers, Packers are smart in what they do. Packers are smart. It's frustrating, but it's also smart because they've they've extended Jones's uh, elite level talent longer. If he was a bell cow running back, he'd be done two, three years ago because of the wear and tear. But 
They brought in A.J. Dillon. They've had players behind him previously, but he's one of the most dynamic players. He led, or at least was second on the team in pass and receptions last year in Green Bay. He, he's dynamic out of the backfield, obviously, as a he's a home run hitter, but he's also just as dangerous as a receiver. Packers have lined him out, out wide so many times. He's he's so dangerous. He's kind of he's almost like the opposite of Debo. Debo obviously is a receiver, but he's very dangerous yeah, in the backfield. Yeah, you're right. You know, Jones is a running back, but he's also very dangerous as a receiver. Great hands for a running back. It, he's so under he's so undervalued. It, it's just if he was if he was getting 300 touches a year, he would be up there with the likes of Derrick Henry and, and and those players. But he doesn't, and I get it. Number two, Jair, of course. He's one of the best corners in the game. He is PFFs. They just released it either yesterday, this morning, whatever. They're top 50. He's PFFs, 27th best player entering the 2023 season. Jeremy should be a lot higher. Number one, of course, is Justin Jefferson. He is part of the Madden 99 club, correct? Yes, he correct. is. One of few. Yeah, he's he's one of the few elite players in this league, in this game. He is the only reason why Kirk Cousins still has a job. He's the only <laughs> reason why the Vikings have an offense. Oh, boy. He, he's out of this world. He's the best receiver in the game, bar none. He's the top five player in this game. But yeah, there's no way. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Justin Jefferson, all the way. So recap my list. I have Justin Jefferson, Jair, Aaron Jones, Daniil Hunter, Penny Sewell, Frank Ragno. My first honorable mention is also Rashawn Gary. I had him and Penny kind of swapping in and out. Uh, Rashawn Gary... Before he got hurt, he was one of the most efficient pass rushers in the NFL last year. He had one of the best like pass rush rates in football, and then he got hurt. The reason why he's off this list is what does he look like post injury? That's the big thing. Hopefully, he's what he was before, but we got to see it. That's the only reason why he didn't make my list. So that's mine. Fair enough, Owen. Did you did I give you enough time to create the top five? The algorithm first. is running very fast right now. Okay. Beautiful. We are locked in your definitive top 10 players in the NFC North. Starting off, Justin Jefferson, obviously. Seth will take note of that and carry that into the uh ultimate. Best players of each division draft at the end of this. Number two, Jair. Jair Alexander got one of three players that got votes from all of us. The third player that got votes from all of us, Penny Sewell. And number three, going down the list, gets a little more interesting. Number four, got Aaron Jones. Best running back in the league. All right, just kidding. Whoa. Just kidding, just kidding. Number five. A got Aiden Hutchinson, future defensive player of the year. 
Number five, B, Amon Ross St. Brown, future top five receiver for the rest of his career. <laughs> boom, boom. Number seven, Rashawn Gary. Number seven, B, Daniil Hunter. One who has done it and looking to get back in it, and one who has started to do it and just needs to keep doing it. Two very similar style players, though. Similar freakish athletes. Number nine, Christian Derisaw. Number 10A, Justin Fields. Number 10B, Frank Ragno. I can get with it. Pretty good list. I like that. I list. like it. I like it. Not perfect, but I like it. Any notable omissions? I mean, no votes for David Bakhtiari. I coupons. Mean, no turkey uh, coupons. Uh, that's not a notable omission. Coupons is notable more than uh, any offensive tackle for the Packers, in my opinion. Get out of here. Uh, Elton Jenkins was on my short list. Seth, Coupons has actually been playing the last two years. So Bakhtiari's played like – yeah, but Bakhtiari's played like half a season in the last three. I know, but Bakhtiari's seven games are better than Coupon 17. Could probably throw the ball I, back too. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. I know uh, he can chug a beer better. That's for sure. And Elton no, Jenkins is like, uh, I mean, probably an average starter to above average starter in the league. No, the best guards in the game. Noticeable, noticeable omission. All pro kick returner Keyshawn mm-hmm. Nixon didn't make it. Uh, I I also put on my list Kenny Clark because at Clark, times Devondre Campbell. At at times, Kenny Clark, and he really is. He just he has had no help on that D line. He's one of the better uh, interior defensive linemen in the game. Who just just, gets double tripled every game? Yeah, because there's he plays a forgotten position big time. Like he does. Running running backs don't get paid, but they still get talked about. Interior defensive linemen, especially like damn near a nose tackle in the NFL, is what he's really playing. You know, Um, those guys don't even get mentioned. You know, well, unless you're Vita Bea, you, yeah, and you're or winning Chris games. Jones. Um, those guys, those yeah. guys have help though, is and they kind of come, they're able to get free every once in a while. Well, uh, they're getting mentioned in the playoffs, you know what I mean? True, when the games are that. really very true, nitpicked. Um, DJ Moore, Blast? again, also easily to forget that he is in the NFC North now. Um, yeah, so that's the list. Uh, good list, good list overall. Very nice, very nice. That is the NFC North. Thank you very much. As Owen said, I am keeping a track at least of our top player from each division. And at the end, we will rank those players. We are the best of the best here. We are. Can't wait. All right. Boys, I got two comments to make real quick. Comment number one, top five receivers in the NFL anymore is literally 30 guys. Literally. It could be. Damn near. Um, and then the other thing is, I've 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 noticed how our lists differ. Your guys's are more similar. I throw projects projections in there. I have to. Like it started with Rashad Stevens Stevenson. He is an absolute projection. But I got to throw at least one or two in every week. I think, um, you know, I I still have some sort of projection within my uh, mental equation. But it's it's all like momentum, 
going to the season's a big one for me. Even if it's an injury season, I still feel like they can, I still have that optimism. They can get back to where they were um, without projecting them much further. Um, yeah, I, I, so like, it's big, like all pros and like actual really notable seasons in the past, like the past season is probably my biggest right fa- factor, right? That's like the number one gets you in the dance. And then I, then I'll throw it in that I've never, gonna, I'm never going to throw Justin Fields, Jordan Love in, in, in this moment, never throwing them on that list. Cause who Fields I had to, cause he's my guy. They might never have a good season in the NFL. You know what I mean? At least everyone that I know did. I, I totally hear you. Fields is just one of those guys where I've talked to him so much. If, if I yeah. don't put him in there, who am I? What am you gotta, I doing? You got to tell you're my guys for sure. He's one of them. All right. On with the bore of Phil, Seth. You ready for some trivia? To yeah. Party on Unfortunately. Out of here. How much? I got one question. I got one question for you, Jeremy. Then you can run away, go to bed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got you. You guys should see this storm brewing out next to me. There it is. Oh, that's. Hey, it's it's kind of a. Well, I think it's past now, but it's still lurking a little bit here. Um. All right, ready? This should be fairly easy. This should be fairly easy. Over the last three seasons. Talking three years now. There have been seven NFL teams who have had at least 30 wins. One of them having 40. I need all seven. How many years? Last three years. Owen, I'll go first. So what so say it again. Last three years, only seven teams that have won 40 games. 30, 30, 30, 140. One's 140. I need those seven teams. Okay, take the easy one, why don't you? I'm going to go Eagles. Incorrect. Sorry, sir. That's not not the easy one. No, I know it's not. You go the easy one for 40. Kansas City Eagles. Eagles had 27. So just a little short. A few down seasons, yeah. But Kansas City Chiefs is the easy one. Chiefs how many? 40. How many? How many wins do you think? Forty. Okay, hold on. Two. I was gonna say forty-two. Oh, uh, they have forty. <laughs> right on the nuts. Thanks. Thanks. No. All right, Jeremy. We got one down. Six to go. Bills. Bills. Boom, you got it. Number two Bills. on this list. 37 wins. You said the last three years? Last three years. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Does that help you or not? Packer, Packers have 35. Very close. They have 34. But they are number three on this list. Thank you. 34 wins for the Packers. Three down, four to go now. Four to go. Look at that. Double the brain power. Uh, you're just going to sail along here. God, is it the Niners? It can't be the Niners. The Eagles aren't in there. I'm not going Niners. I'm going Bengals. Bengals. Them cats. Incorrect. 
Oh, they only have twenty six wins. Really? Because no. they were t- they picked the first year they picked Jamar Chase five. So they have God, two the Eagles were just down one seasons. year though. Because the Eagles made the playoffs the last two years. Wild, wild, wild. Anyways, continue. Okay, so we got three down, four to go. Yes, correct. Hmm. Three down, four to go. You've gotten the top three. Chiefs, Bills, Packers. Hmm. So you got the easy ones, as they would say. Oh, um, well, I guess I'd go... Fuck, shoot. Damn it. Maybe not. Uh, hold, on, hold, um, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold would on. you like me to tell you if that's correct or not? 49ers. 49ers. Jeremy, what do you think? You think 49ers got 30 wins? So they were the one that came to my mind with the Bengals. I don't think so. Uh, you're correct. They had 29. I was going to say, I, I assume they were right. Round up, Seth. Round what up. F- oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Trey, yeah. I, you know, I just said it for Jamar Chase, but literally Trey Lance. I had same draft, and I didn't even think about it. So, Well, they oh, traded up. They traded up. They traded up. But uh, So close. So close, but not quite. Oh, and I imagine... This is an AFC leading list. Have at it. So we got each of you. I'm going to give each of you two more guesses. There's four left. Two guesses each. We'll see. So Bengals were not in it. Bills and Chiefs are. Somehow the Packers scrounged their way into this. Doesn't make any sense. Um, they only had a back-to-back MVP seasons. And two and of those three years. gives yeah. a shit? That guy wears number eight now for a different green team, Seth. Um, Seth has his jersey. It looks good. Gross. I would have never. Anyways. Um... <laughs> Focus on the question, Jeremy. Buccaneers. Boom. You got it. It's the Brady effect. They had 32 wins. Son I was going to say, they had to have just snuck into that with the Super Bowl there. All right, Owen. That was the COVID year. I was thinking Bucks Super Bowl was 22. I don't know why. I knew that wasn't right. Damn it. Okay. Um, I am going to say the Minnesota Vikings. They were my next th- team I was thinking. It pleasures me. It pleasures me in saying no. Twenty nine again or what? I'm trying to find them on the list. They I yeah, they got to be real close. Yeah, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Bullshit, Seth. Twenty eight. Hey, I don't make the I don't I don't make the rules here. I don't make the rules. Chiefs, Pack, Bills, Bucks. Not the Niners. Not my Eagles. Oh, and I won't guess them, but the Cowboys might be flirting with this list. I'm thinking about them. I, I won't. I won't say it, but they might be. Um, Who'd you say, Jeremy? I won't say it again. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm just, I'm just curious on where your head's going. AFC, because I don't <laughs> like that team from, from from Texas. Um. Oh, sure. 
As I'm thinking. So three left, right? Three left. As I'm you got, thinking. You got in the top that four sure now. Looks like, I think boys, I that sure looks like a tornado over there, doesn't it? Well, you better hurry up. We'll say goodbyes here. Got to get my list out because this minivan ain't saving me, that's for sure. Mm. Who else okay. in the AFC has been very good? So I guess the Bills. So that's the AFC East. Owen got the Chiefs. That's the West. Um, it's got to be somebody from the North. If it's not the Bengals, it has got to be the Ravens. So close, Jeremy. 29 Ooh, wins. Your mouth. 29 wins God, for the Baltimore damn. Ravens. So oh, Lamar Jackson getting hurt. I know it was bullshit, right? Games. He didn't. He didn't round up for me either. So I, I had believe this. I thought I was for sure had the last three. Ravens were one of them, but I have a wild wild card. But I'll save them. And I know Jeremy. Well, you guys, gonna... I'm going to give you one more guess for sure. Do you want to hit now or after? We're cleaning up. I yeah. want to say the, as long as these three oh. teams get said, then we can be done. Well, first one I'm only saying three left. First one I'm saying is the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, incorrect. Fuck me. They oh, only that's where my head was going, too. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was the one I was least sure about. All right, Jeremy, I'll, let, I'll give you I'll, – I'll let you guess, and then I'll throw one hint out at you. Fuck. Hmm. <laughs> Is it the goddamn Steelers? Is that is that a is that your answer or is that like a is this really the Steelers? What, what it's is a that? question mark, but I'm gonna just throw it out there. <laughs> ding ding ding! Thank you, Big Ben. They got thirty I on knew, that. I was gonna say I knew they didn't have any winning seasons, but I mean, we three years we're going with. I'm like, there's got to be ten, just about I, I ten think, average. So. I think. Uh, 2019 was Big Ben's last year. 2020 was Big Ben's last year. COVID. The last yeah. couple of years, 20. 2020. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had some good years with Ben at the end. If I remember So right. we got Steelers, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs Packers, Buccaneers, Bucks. Packers. So we need two more on. Dallas Cowboys. Oh. How about them Cowboys? You got it. Dallas Cowboys also had 30 wins. Just to throw out a... Not really a a hint. Sorry, stats don't lie, Jeremy. They're better than the Eagles. Shut your (laughs) mouth. This last team also had 30 wins. So the last three teams, Steelers, Cowboys, and this final team all had 30 wins over the last three years. I think I got it. So Jeremy, I'll give each NFC of you one more guess for this last one. And three AFC. Yes. Did you give us the did you give us the hint yet? Uh no, hey, do you they want have 30? It? Oh, I thought you Drop said they the had 30. That wasn't the, the hint. hint. I mean, um I could give it without the hint. I, all right. I want to Owen, Owen is too wanna, confident. It's my turn. I want to hear the hint. <laughs> all right. Let's hear it. I, I was, I go I was gonna give you a, like a conference breakdown. Um 
There are more AFC teams than there are NFC teams on this list. Okay, and we're three and three right now, so it's got to be an AFC team. Just knocked out 16 teams. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, Seth. Um, I was leaning that way anyways. Yeah, yeah, you were because you've been saying it for the last five minutes. But 13 teams take out the two that we guessed that were wrong. And then take out the five that are bad. So, oh, and did that help you? Did that change your 16. mind at all? No, take I mean, I knew, I know what it is. Bad. I know what it is. And now you gave him a choice between like six teams when in reality it's one. So, damn it, Seth. <laughs> oh, and if it, if it makes you feel any better, it did not lock me in. I've got one on my mind, but I'm like, God, is it actually them? I'll just shoot it out there because they've been on my head this whole time. Is it the Dolphins? Bingo. 10, 10, and 10. I'm sorry. But it's not. You got to round up, Seth. <laughs> they had 28 wins. Owen. Owen, who the fuck is it? Come on, Owen. That eliminated half the league. Shut up. Shut your me. mouth. Shut up. <laughs> It's not the Patriots. Okay. It's not the Browns. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What are you holding on for? I'm just, I'm trying to give you a breakdown. Okay. So this team has had a winning record two out of the three seasons. That's. But they're still at 30 wins. Hmm. Oh, oh, and that sounds like the Patriots. No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? They've had two winning. No, they've had three winning seasons, haven't they? Or no, no, no. Last year was the only season that wasn't a winning season. They were one off. Yeah. Okay, the Patriots, but the Tennessee let me, Titans. Let me, let me, Tennessee. Let me, hold, let me, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Tennessee Titans might, <clears throat> had a thirteen win season. Yep. How is it that when I thought of the AFC South, I just kept on thinking? Let let me throw this out there real quick, just to kind of squash one bug. Why? Um, One of the teams you just said was the only team that has a 500 record over the last three years. It's the only team with a straight 500 record. Can you believe that? Owen, shoot your shot. Give me the Tennessee Titans. Yahtzee. Got it. Bingo, bango. I think the Patriots were, have basically picked at pick 15 three straight years. <laughs> they it, must be at 500. Teams. It's almost. It's pretty uh, close. Tennessee Titans were 11 and 5 in 2020, 12 and 5 in 2021, there. and 7 and 10 last year. There you go. Gives you 30 wins, baby. That's, Congratulations, uh, as always. Took a little help, but you know weird. what they say you can't get by with a little help from your friends. From your friends, it's hard because it's recency bias. So that last team was the only team that was really sucked last year. Um, and then yeah, I mean, like the Dolphins literally went. I think they went ten, ten, and nine. Then three straight. Real quick, years. real quick, just to start it right. off, we're gonna flip it. I'm, I want, I want the three worst teams. There's three teams that have less than fifteen wins. Over Rattle the them off, three. Jeremy. I know you got to run because their tornadoes come. <laughs> it is that sky's black 
Uh, Texans. Um, 11 and Panthers, 31. Texans, Close. Panthers, Bears? Washington. Any of them as well? Any of them? None of them? Texans are the only one so far. Tex- okay, so Jets I will is, say Jets is the other one. Jets. Jets. They're all in the AFC. Um, how many am I naming? How many are we naming off right now? We got two of how many? Three. I said there's three teams with less than 15 wins. Texans, Texans have 11. Jets. Gen- Jets have 13. This other team also has 13. Ooh. It's not anybody from the West. But not I can give you North. one big hint that'll give it away. Which is it, it's insane. It, it just shows the insane. Is it the Jaguars? It is. Wow. The one good yeah. year. Yeah. They they were terrible, obviously, with Urban, and then the year before they were one in fifteen, but then they win the division last year. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yep. All right. That is the pod. Thank you, everybody. Next week, next time, we are moving to the south. We'll do the AFC South next. South of the Mason. Hopefully I won't be any further south. As always. Adios. Boys, boys, I'll come at you from a safer place next time, okay? Okay. Adios. Thank you. Thank you. Adios. Adios. Adios.